0: If you didn't have a doctorate degree and took meth. Yeah. I feel like yeah. this is you, right? Here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> they we're same coloration and not the same age. And if I let my beard grow out, that's about what it would look like, sorry to say. Well, good thing it's not, man. You're, yeah, good You're looking great. Yes, good thing you're it's I was getting depressed just thinking about that. Hi, I'm Dr. Drew, and this is Dr. Drew After Dark. Please be advised that Dr. Drew After Dark may contain sexually oriented content and be unsuitable for young children. Hey everyone, welcome to Dr. After Dark. It is me and you and your voice messages and a few videos and maybe some emails, I love it. Don't forget the store.ymhstudios.com, where I want you all to have the Rational Revolution mug. There it is. You can you can have the Dr. After Dark t-shirt or the Angel Starts at 50 t-shirt, but I really want that mug. I want people to ask questions about the Rational Revolution that we are all engaged in to bring back critical thought and rationality, get out of the hysterical spin that everyone seems to be in. And uh, of course, give me the voice messages at 818-253-1693 and the emails at drdriftedark at gmail.com. Uh, we got a lot to get into today. Uh, boys in the hood, are you guys good? Hell yeah. Boys Doc. in the box. Boys are you in good the booth. Guys? <laughs> We've had a lot of fun, <laughs> but uh, mostly, uh, again, I just want to encourage everyone to send those voice messages. Honest to goodness. Um and people always come at me and say, "Oh, we need love line back, blah blah blah. Love line wouldn't work today. It just it just it just no first of all, no one listens to radio and just it just wouldn't work. But this is this is what we can do. We can bring the relationship questions, we begin the you know, all the sexual functioning questions here, trauma questions, whatever it is you want to talk about. Here is the place you can bring that stuff. Now, speaking of bringing that stuff, uh can we get right on into some TikToks? I've had a hankering for TikToks for a little while here. <clears throat> And I'm guessing your TikTok folder has got some good stuff in it. Yeah, we got a couple things for you. I'm guessing. Imagine that.
2: Okay, I, mean, I got a large fry and a sweet and sour sauce. I'm Lincoln. I got a large fry and a sweet and sour sauce. Hi, oh, right, I'm in.
3: I got a poor diet and sweet and sour cum. <laughs> All right.
1: I think I sent you that one. I think I, it just cracked me up. I was like, what? What? Are the the, the, the uh, Australian guy with the sweet and sour? He's oh, so wait. happy with himself. So have you seen this batch? I wonder uh Oh no! 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 I sent that one to you. Oh, okay. I actually. Uh, how about the disco ball in the background? That's uh, extra yeah. Fun. And the and the heavy bag in the heavy gym. bag and disco. And what's on the ceiling? Come. Like a whole lot of cum. No, no, no. It's rainbow like, cum. No. Oh, <laughs> yeah. it is a rainbow there, but it is like uh, the Sistine Chapel or something. But uh, good for him, cum Way to go, mate. I, I just thought that was so funny. So, all right, give me another one. I'm so proud of having brought I brought one to light. I've actually sent one in that you guys use. It's, a, it's past muster. It's incredible.
2: So I was thinking tonight, and I'm angry. And uh, the issue is that women are fucking stupid. Like, literally, if you think about it, we could have just kept our mouths shut, and we wouldn't have to work 40 hours a week, 40-plus hours a week. When I was a single mom, I was an on salary. I wasn't making that much. Honey, I was working fucking 80 hours a week. Like, I don't want to do that shit. Like, I'd rather have the man work eight hours a week. Like, I'll stay home, raise my kids, maintain a homestead. Like, this is ridiculous, women. This is our own fault. If you could have just kept your damn mouth shut from talking about the right to work, like, we'd be fine. Unless I'm talking about the right to vote. That is a big-ass <laughs> responsibility, women. I don't want that responsibility. I want to stay home. I want to work out. I want to watch my baby. I want to take care of the house. I will cook. I will clean. Honey, I will be on my knees every night blowing you.
1: Well, okay. I mean, there's someone for everyone, right? And uh, I'm sure someone responded to her. Now, what I what I find amusing about her, I actually saw her thing on TikTok, and I cracked my ass up. I did not send it to you.
3: You could see how this speaks to Christina, though, right? Oh,
1: I'm sh- uh, and, and so I did not send this to you, but that means this thing was like really trending that it caught on my feed. You know what I mean? It, I, or maybe you and uh, Christina have tapped into the
3: same no, algorithm? No,
1: no, no, no. I promise mm, you not. No, no, no. I told you I'm watching like uh, you know historical of TikToks about the Plantagenet succession. And I'm watching virologists and, and immunologists. That's, that's literally that's yeah. all I kind of go And then go you're into.
3: watching workout dudes talking about their sweet
1: and sour cum. I well, got you. It's came, a blend of everything. That one came up. That one came <laughs> up. And so did she. I mean, stuff gets on my feed. Don't get me wrong. But in terms of what I'm looking at, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not looking at the same stuff that Christina looks like. Although, periodically, I see people with crazy long fingernails and crazy tattoos. And I think, should I send that to them? Nah, Christina's already got it. I'm sure. I'm sure. What else you got? Come on. I'm loving the TikTok. Hello, everyone. Oh. Um,
2: I want to know what is your favorite cereal? Uh, your favorite cereal. Mine are cornflakes. So
1: let me know what your favorite cereal is. So any when he freestyles about cornflakes, you figure it sounds about like you? <laughs> this guy this guy's yeah. got flow.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, there is a flow. Um, it's not quite like mine, no. but I mean everybody's got their own, hey. you know, their own flavor, their own All flow, All right.
1: What uh, you guys have a favorite cereal? I, I'm on a no carb diet, so I don't eat cereal. But what what uh, what do you guys like?
3: Oh shit! I liked uh, I see. My mom usually I have a weird relationship. My mom? With well, yeah. Th- I mean, I relate cereal with childhood because I don't I, eat, see. I don't I don't even eat breakfast as an adult. I see. Okay. I see. Um. So what we what would happen is we would ask for Cocoa Puffs or Cocoa Krispies. Right. So the And then she'd get us the Kirkland Costco version of it. Right. And right, right, like right. a big old dog uh, food bag. And on the first bowl, we'd be like, we don't like the taste of this. And she's like, well, you're not getting shit until you finish this bag. Oh. And then we just, and then we became a no cereal household. Oh, so you never got to the Cocoa Pop. Right. So like, so the shit that if I go for cereal these days, I'm getting Reese's, Reese's oh, Puffs. Oh, you're going way I'm getting deep. cookie crisps. Oh, I'm getting yeah, cinnamon deep. toast crunch. I'm getting dessert cereal.
1: I got to say, when I was a kid, uh, I was a cereal consumer and it was uh, inadvisable given my genetics and my, bi- my biology. It was really a stupid thing for me to be doing, but I did... Uh, always consume cereal, and I would say Quisp and Quake were way up my list. you remember those? No? Sorry, say that again? Quisp and Quake. Look oh. them up. Let's see the pictures. Quisp and Quake. And I can't, I seem like it was always Quisp. I don't remember what the Quake was. Quisp? But, you mean Quisp. Cri- Crisp? No, Q-U-I-S-P. Q-U-I-S-P, cereal. And uh, it was like a Martian on the cover. Yeah, see? The guy with the beanie on his head. That's Quisp. This guy? Yeah. And then Quake was like the big... big. Uh,
3: oh, by Quaker? All right. Yeah, Crispin Quake.
1: Wow, there's even old T-shirts about it. Yeah, look at that. Look I, at I, that. I'm imagining they don't make the cereal anymore, right?
3: Definitely not. It was good.
2: I'm or maybe you. not. I don't know. I don't really go into cereal. It was like, the you know, out.
1: the, the, the uh, sugar profile was like... But you, you couldn't get more sugar than if you were spooning sugar directly into your mouth out of, you know, crystalline sugar. Uh, here are porn preferences. I was listening to you talk to Ryan Sickler, was on Sickler show... About how seeing stuff at a young age can lock in sexual preferences. You guys ever heard me talk about this? Uh, I think a little bit. Yeah, uh, on the last few episodes. Yeah, so, no, I don't think so. Uh, but I have talked about it, and and that is that there's something about particularly the male development that around eleven to fourteen, particularly around twelve, thirteen, things that the male is looking at. Now, I can't, I don't know why we look at certain things as men, but w- when you find a preference around age twelve. That stays with you. That's what you like. Ooh. So the first thing that makes you hard that, is always n- going to no, make not hard. first thing. That's the part I can't I can't quite figure out is how what what how do they get to that preference at age twelve? Now back in the day, all you had was Playboy, right? And so you'd sort of find what you liked given what Playboy offered. Now, oh my God, I, I can't. Uh, maybe they're maybe they don't get so locked in because they're exposed to so much with pornography and stuff. But that they they do. What what does tend to happen, I have seen, is that uh, sexual practices get dialed in around 12 to 14 because of looking at pornography. And let's not forget, man, average age of porn exposure now is like seven to nine. We Jeez. have no idea the full implications of that. Yet. That's so young. So he says, I don't want to, this is my call here, Ricky, I don't want to raise a sissy of Fremont Street. Is that something I should know? Uh, it's just a super cool guy. Oh, I got to see him,
3: can't I? You've, You've seen, seen, him. seen him. Oh, He's mm-hmm. the one that's just like, Yeah, you wanna you want I want you to wear a white dress and then beat the shit out of me. I don't think I've seen you've definitely seen seen seen. this guy. You've better shown him to me.
1: How can I expose them to more realistic expectations of what sex life is like without being a weirdo, mommy? So uh, restrain the access to the internet like an hour a day and put lots of uh, various kinds of uh, containments on where they can go. My friend Lisa Stroman, who really works in this area, that's what she does with her kids, and she says what they're getting into is ridiculous. And it needs to be contained because it, it has a bad effect on them. So if we're no big deal, then we let it go. If it has a bad effect. Oh, yes, I do remember this guy. But I want to see Hi. Yeah.
2: I'm looking for a white lady that's tattooed and dominant and be willing to put me
3: in a dress and beat the shit out of me. Call me. I'm the sissy of Fremont Street.
1: I, I don't think he was that clear when I saw him. Like His preferences were a little vaguer and he didn't have a name. Sissy of Fremont Street. Are there more with him? I mean, he's like
3: Baskin Robbins. You know, he's got thirty-one flavors. Uh, but what right, I saw before, he was
1: day. just sort of peculiar. Now, now he's got a whole brand going. So we we have any more with him? I mean, it's on very similar lanes. Uh, the Sissy of uh, <laughs> Fremont Street is just crazy. Fremont, like is he in San Francisco or something? This is so wild. I think he might be somewhere near Vegas. So so back to Ricky and the and Ryan Sickler. Um, you know, they're going to, they're going to glom on to what they glom on to. And, you know, your job is not to, you know, mandate that they have certain preferences or mandate they're exposed to certain things. Just, you know, keep the open-ended questions. The, the more that things are de-intensified, that they can regulate what they're seeing, the less of a sort of impact it has on their central nervous system, if that makes sense. Turned on by arguing. Hi, I'm a 29-year-old woman. I saw my parents argue all the time growing up. Now I get turned on by arguing with my partner. Is that weird? Yes. But not uncommon. I don't like the consequence of arguing, but it makes me want to touch myself and have an orgasm. Oh, Bully. Um, how could I stop the arguing? Also, my partner wants me to pee on his dick. Hmm. I'm like, how? I don't know how. I don't know either. Please help. Is it normal to orgasm through the clit? Yes. Thank you in advance. Love the podcast. Very informative and funny. Okay. so um, Boy, this one's loaded, huh? Lots of stuff in here. So most women have orgasm through direct stimulation of the clitoris. They cannot through intercourse. It's it's Most women are that way. That doesn't mean all women are that way. About 10% or so are like, oh, what's our friend that has 10 orgasms every time she has sex? Uh, Kelsey? Oh Yeah, Kelsey, Kelsey Cook. Kelsey okay. Cook. Uh, and there are plenty of other people that kind of sort of are in between, but most women need to have some sort of direct clitoral stimulation to have an orgasm. Uh, the arguing with your parents traumatizes you and that's why you're reenacting that trauma. The arousal is misplaced. And I would urge you maybe to get some trauma treatment because it's not going to be good for your relationships being constantly fighting so you can get highly aroused. It does not make sense unless you can do it playfully Unless you can find a way to pretend but I don't think that's How gonna... do you make that playful? Yeah, I don't think there is. I, I just, I'm just. Oh, and he's it. got ideas. Oh, no, no, for
0: sure, for sure, for sure. That, that, that's a role play. You just. <laughs> First of all, I got
1: some experience, but it, it's a role play. It, it doesn't involve cornflakes. <laughs> no, no. What is involved? You, you just sort of say, I'm going to kick your ass. You have to. What, what do you do? Here, why don't you
3: guys do a little
1: role play and show? All right, Annie. So like. I'm, I guess I'm the woman here. So, <laughs> I get so turned on when you uh, talk sh- shit about me and my parents, Annie, so let's get at this. Yeah, why do you like getting turned on by that? Because I used to, I used to see my parents fight all the time, and it, it just, I don't know, it's weird, isn't it? I think so I,
0: so I remind you of your parents, is that what you're saying?
1: Uh, I remind you of your No, dad. it's not like that, it's just the arousal of the arguing is what I like. And uh, I'm just I, fucking I'm, sick of that
0: ver- stupid face, you know, you're always looking at me with that fucking smile. I feel guilty about
1: it, I feel guilty about that- it, I'm not smiling. Uh, keep going. <laughs> I, I, I don't like. I don't like the way working. it's so
0: difficult to do this with switching. It, I don't like the way that you cross your arms like that and you look okay. at me with those big old ones.
1: It's getting a little dominant. It's not the dominant so much that I like. I just like the the fighting. So I I, don't, I think you're being you're well. Like, look,
0: I'm trying everything for you, and I you're, you're just you're giving me nothing. What am I supposed to do? Okay, you're right. What am I supposed I told to you. do? I
1: can't do this stuff. I'm no good at it. I'm still
0: I'm still role playing,
1: Drew. I know. <laughs> I know. I've been real, and I figured that'll give you something to really go at me about. So
3: this is good it's just what you guys are gonna be saying right before you go on his butt to check that uh that fisher oh
1: now hold on (laughs) hold on this is very interesting yeah we can role play and fight
0: no no, drew (laughs) drew
1: Drew, we cannot role play no 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 and when you've done this in the past with other partners Andy, is there like costuming att- attire or anything it's associated with it? or just it's just it, it's just it, it depends role
0: play can get into uh, uh, cosplay can get into Look at you. whatever you know what, what kind I mean?
1: of cause you've been in huh what kind of costumes you been in
0: I have not been
1: nope <laughs> <laughs> okay what about your partner what has she been
0: at? What has she, what has she put on? let's talk
1: about her costumes
0: uh usually when when they're into uh wearing stuff it's either like fantasy or it's anime and my girl was in anime so anime, she wore anime so, anime so it's, uh <laughs> it's like you know like god the they, they they make those girls wear like the tightest possible clothes possible, yeah. showing the most amount of skin. It's like right, that the it's little like, you know, short little skirts floss and stuff, and the weird shirt.
1: big eye makeup and yeah. yeah, okay, and pigtails and stuff. Yeah, and yeah, then you're wings. in like what the 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 fox outfit from Pinocchio. That's sort of your thing. Fox outfit,
0: Pinocchio.
1: Damn, I did. Let's pull actors' life for me. <laughs> oh, well. I don't, oh here we go here he comes that's hey, you, apparently you, one of the big uh, costs you might costumes. be
0: you might be talking about furry oh boy you talking see? furries see? <laughs> I I'm, I'm talking oh I you're am. talking about furries yeah. no, no 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 i've never done that okay i've yeah, never done that but no um i usually um i not usually but the when i did dress up <laughs> it was uh it was like the the leather like she liked it you know oh, i see so i did like the full suit not not the zipper, but yeah, yeah, I had the head suit on. Yeah, yeah. I look good though. And, I mean, and I'll send you a picture uh, one time.
1: And it, yeah, send me a picture. Well, let's let's, let's put it you up on TikTok. On
0: Absolutely not. Absolutely, it's, it's in my keep safe. You know what I mean? TikTok, a, my friend. Come my on, it's all. I got you. I, Christina needs
1: this. She, I, I know. I'm representing <laughs> her here. She is going to want this in the worst way. Oh, so God. expect to hear more about this in upcoming shows. But. But I do think, I, that sounds terribly uncomfortable to me, having the thing over your face and stuff, too. It's like, ugh.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit uncomfortable at first. You, you, you come around. But but, I, <laughs> I,
1: but, but here's, what, here's what you got to point out. God bless men right? You, you'll do whatever you got to do, right? You she wants out, Okay, I'm done. Let's do it. Let's go.
0: Well, uh, well, that's, I mean, that's uh, to toot my own horn. That's probably the funnest part about me is that I get off by things that get you off. If, right. if, if, if I know that it's really going to get you to that place, it.
1: I'll do, I just love it. I get it. I get that. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I, that I, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. I just can't, just got no flow. You, you got to got no, fix
0: that. Man, you got flow. You told me all about the pelvic pelvic floor uh, uh, musculature Musculature. i did all right i taught you about that all you gotta uh... do is just say with a deep voice and conviction like you say (laughs) like you say we need the homeless people off the streets you gotta be like baby you want those those pelvic musculatures
1: to tremble or not okay dude i get it i get it I knew you were a good coach. I knew I, should, I didn't bring this up with you. And, and if I have trouble, I'll get you on the phone, okay? All right. Please do. Please do. Feeling like I need to piss when high. Hi, mommy. Sometimes when I get high in edibles, I feel like I need to pee and even sometimes feel like I'm pissing a little. I'm a healthy 22-year-old male on medication. Why is this? Um, I don't know. I've not really heard that. I'm guessing there's just sort of, you know, certain pharmacological agents can loosen the uh, the ring down there. They loosen the... The musculature and it's you're probably relaxing the musculature and that makes it feel like something's descending in the bladder muscle so the bladder kind of descends a little bit before you pee and that's probably what's happening make you feel like you need to pee uh dr denham diagnosed with seed of a seal about a year ago uh when i was 23 after i spent a week spraying mucus someone appeared to be dry italian herbs out of my ass almost every meal a year and some five thousand dollar antibiotics later i'm serious severely underweight Seem to still not be Absorbing nutrients. Do you have any advice on this? Piss on me, beat me, bathe me in a septic tank. First time we've seen that one. James, you probably have the uh, the small bowel, the, you know, the intestinal bacterial overgrowth syndrome, the SIBO. Uh, and it is something that needs more antibiotics, I'm sorry to tell you, but a different antibiotic than what you are on. Sometimes after people have been on a long course of antibiotics like this for things like C. difficile or pneumonias even, they get these, Uh, bacterial overgrowths. I've seen people that have, for instance, repeated norovirus, even viruses after repeated episodes. You get this bacterial overgrowth in the small bowel that causes persistent noise, irritability, diarrhea, lack of absorption, all that stuff. But by all means, you should see a gastroenterologist if you have not seen someone already. Um, Can I get a voicemail?
2: Hey there, Dr. Jeans and Mommy Jeans. Uh, This is Brooke, and I have my birth control expiring here soon. And so I was really uh, trying to figure out if I wanted to go with, like, a copper IUD or some other non-hormonal kind of birth control. My biggest concern, though, with getting the IUD is that my boyfriend currently is rather large um, and regularly hits my cervix. During sex, and so I was curious if that'd be make it more likely that the IUD will get pushed out of place and possibly. Uh, thank you so much. Keep it high and tight, okay. and love you guys. Thank Bye. you.
1: I like the way she just jumps right to the conclusion. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, your boyfriend with the big schwanz. Uh, the problem is, if we listen to one of the previous shows, we talked to a young lady whose boyfriend had a similar issue and was getting poked with the wire that you leave in the IUD to be able to pull it out when the time comes. And that's the main problem he's going to have in terms of him moving the IUD around. It once it's secure in place, it that doesn't tend to happen. I mean, you can imagine that if that were really an issue that we'd hear a lot more of these kinds of things. But I don't know that it's impossible. Uh, so we have talked to the obstetrician about that. Um, you know, people, if you're very sensitive to the hormones, that Marina, which is a progesterone impregnated uh, IUD, again, that goes into the uterus. People have side effects from that. That's an. It, I know that uh, doctors don't like uh, sort of admitting that. They feel like it's just locally active. But I've seen migraines. I've seen low libido. I've seen dry uh, vaginal tissue, uh, all from the marina. So I understand why you might want that copper seven or the one of the copper IUDs. And um, yeah, go go proceed with that. I, I mean, I think that's a reasonable way to uh, go. And I don't wouldn't worry so much about the the large uh, penis, though I would discuss it with your with your gynecologist. More, more voice messages. See how good the women are. They're so great. Hi, Dr. Drew. Hi, buddy. This is Max from Buffalo, New York. Mm -hmm. I'm calling because I'm having an issue with my balls. Go Bills. Every time I sneeze, it hurts my balls like hell. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know there is a possibility of that being a hernia. I don't think it is. I don't often feel pain down
2: there for any other reason, just when I sneeze. If there's anything you can tell me about that, I would greatly appreciate it. Thank you very much. And uh, you bet I'll see you up in May. Ooh,
3: I think I know what's wrong with this guy's balls. Go ahead. Uh, one of two options. Uh-huh. As usual, probably a little too much coming in those balls, but what I think most likely
1: is he has a hernia probably, right? No, I can't say that because he's saying you know the, the pain from hernia is sort of more in the inguinal area. This is in his testicles. And I got to say, stump me. He has stumped me. I don't know what's going on there, but I someone needs to examine your testicles to see what is going on. Uh, I, I don't know if there's maybe an epididymitis. There could be some inflammation in the testes, and a lot of things can stir that up, including bearing down. That can cause some dis- difficulty. Right. So uh, I don't know. I'm semi-stumped. I've not really dealt with that problem before, but maybe through someone examining the testes, you would figure it out. I'm going to guess, and it's strictly a guess, epididymitis. Do you want to show me epididymitis? Uh, I? Yeah, I was going to say Sorry, maybe, maybe something in the semi Yeah, epididymitis. Uh, I've shown it to you before, but... We've nearly gotten, no, it's never even been by myself. We can get into it deep here. So yes, you see any, no, 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 the left upper corner. There you go. So you see the testy, right? You see that thing sitting on top of it? That thing, that is your epididymis. And that's sort of a a lot of little tubulars processing center of the sperm as it gets ready to move up the vas deferens. And the the epididymis can get inflamed really easily. And so epididymitis is a, a rather common thing. It's uh, associated with STDs, not uncommonly, but it doesn't have to be an STD. So I'm just going to guess epididymitis in the gentleman's case. Huh? You learned something. You good? Learning
3: all Learning. the time with you, Drew. And actually, mm-hmm. I have a I have a follow up question. uh Oh. Um, I feel like I might have asked you this. I can't remember if it was on camera or off camera, but I definitely forgot the answer. I uh, can't wait. Whether I should be uh, scared or something, but okay. When I, like sometimes I'll have a sneeze attack, granted, I haven't had one of these in a long time, but if I have a sneeze attack, like three or four sneezes in a row, yep. uh, sometimes uh, my, append- my appendages, like my, my arms or my, go yeah, numb. They go my, numb. my arms will go
1: numb. Yeah. That's from Valsalving. That's from bearing down. When you bear down hard like that, like oh. uh, your heart rate slows. Cause I'm so uh, fucking and- tense it's you're bearing down too hard you just got to kind of breathe a little more
3: oh but the way that i sneeze
1: also this is very stupid Uh oh the way that i sneeze bend over (laughs) no (laughs) well i'm thinking of things that if you bend over and suddenly pull your head up to sneeze that that can do it too
3: well what i do is i plug my nose
1: oh my god why it's just something I've always
3: done. As well, a let's kid. stop
1: that. Well, You're gonna blow your eardrums
3: out. <laughs> <sighs> well, at this point, I think I, I have them pretty calloused where that Dude, can't happen. Stop. Well, no, because I've because everyone that I tell that to is just like that's gonna that's gonna fuck you up. And then one time I was just like, you know what, I'm gonna not plug my nose. Yeah. And then I like, I tried to do a normal. I don't know how to sneeze normal, so I like fucked up my esophagus
1: for like two full weeks because I sneezed stupid. I, I understand. Annie, I thought I had trouble with uh, cornflakes dove has got me. Got yeah, me tra- trying
0: to change Nadav is quite the task. I've it, doesn't seen that. Oh, it, okay. it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Yeah, you're
3: super malleable too, bud.
0: Yeah, <laughs> man, I'm open-minded. I said, Druka, look at my butt. You understand how, <laughs> how otherworldly that is for me?
1: Otherworldly. Love it. This is my advisor for the governor run too. I want you to know that dude and I going to be close. Let's stay with the balls. This is a blue ball question from Harrison, 19 years old. Every time I have a sexual encounter, I get severe pain in my testicles. I do not finish. My balls get extremely sensitive. The tubes connect to my testicles often swell. Oh boy. The pain of time travels into my stomach. Oh boy, I can't walk for hours, can't focus. Uh, it fades over a few hours. This occurs for the first time, most intensely at 15, after I had my first kiss. So it's kind of a blue ball thing here. Since that has occurred almost every interaction where my dick gets some attention, I don't come. Yeah they so mm, take care of your business i always dismissed the pain uh after it went away simply as blue balls yeah but the consistency with which it has been occurring has become a real hindrance to my life i always had uh, pretty intense anxiety pressure to finish blah 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 further continuing, blah blah, blah 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 um ball torture piss on me beat me um you may also have some inflammation from all the um irritation you, you you're you're you know you can get prostatitis you can get epididymitis you're you're The mail system needs to, the plumbing needs to be cleared on a pretty regular basis with the mail. And if you don't do it yourself, God will do it for you at night. You understand what I'm saying? And you seem to need a little help with this and you've got to get on it. You need to clear the pipes much, much more. Uh, And also at this point, you may want to see a urologist because you may also have uh, prostatitis and or epididymitis like we talked about before. Good morning, my dick. Good morning, my dick. Hey, mommies. My name is John. I'm a nine-year-old man. I've been seeing this woman for the past couple of months. Sex is amazing, but recently she's been sucking in my meat, giving me ba-ba-ba-ba. Uh, especially my finger. Wait, a numbness in my face. Full-body numbness. I never bust my load at first. I was afraid I was stroking out. <laughs> but now I find my bodily numbness to be euphoric. Uh, my cream stays within my balls. Again, to Dundadov. He thinks it comes from his balls. From my girlfriend's perspective, it looks like Idiot. I'm having a seizure. I normally orgasm when we have sex and don't get this numbness whatsoever. Why do I not orgasm when she performs fellatio or tugs my penis? And why do I experience such an intense feeling of euphoric numbness when she does these things? And why does it happen when I put, why doesn't it happen when I put it inside her? She seems concerned, but doesn't mind when I'm having the seizure. Any help would be great. Um, you know, uh, everyone is stimulated differently by different sexual activities, right? A lot of people can't orgasm with oral sex. A lot of people only orgasm with oral sex. It, we're all over the map as human beings, and our preferences are all over the map as well. Now, in this case, it sounds like she's stimulating you so completely that once again, your heart rate is dropping, your you know, sympathetic system is ex- in overdrive, and you can't shift into the, the other autonomic functions that allow you to orgasm, and it becomes overstimulating, literally overstimulated. I just um, want to let
0: you know, Drew, you literally just did it. You literally just did the flow that you need to do. I, I can't repeat what you said because I don't speak your language. Okay, I got it. But you just did it. Okay, you so, just said
1: your uh, your seminal. Flow. I can't even repeat it. So okay. what did you just say? Repeat so, that, so let me think about the different preferences and the and the uh, stimulating until people have sympathetic overdrive and have, have their heart rate goes down and mm. they, it's literally mm-hmm. it's really in his case it's the blood being broke and turned off from his he's not getting blood to his brain. That's why he's uh, having this sort of seizure-like activity. It's hypotensive seizure, probably. That's oh. what I think is happening there. Good times, everybody. <sighs> Voice messages, please. So good, Drew. Yeah, man. I'm into it. You'll listen to me in the background. you will tell me what I'm doing. I like that coaching. Hey, Hitlers.
2: Hey there. This is Jonathan all the way from New York City. I just have a question.
1: I haven't had sex in a couple of months, and when
2: I make white and masturbate, it's not really white. It comes out yellow with a tint of yellow,
1: yeah.
2: almost looking like
1: a highlighter. Yeah. Uh, is that normal? Is it mixed with urine? I don't know. Uh, piss on me, beat me. I love you guys. Well, in- interesting problem. There could be some mixing with the urine. It also could be that the uh, you need to clear those pipes again. Uh, there could be a little infection or bacteria left behind. You know, Yellow is sort of a bacterial thing. Uh, mm-hmm. It could also be blood. So blood, when it breaks down, gets yellow and green. So there could be some hematospermia. I would suggest you get that evaluated because I'm just not sure quite exactly what might be going on there. It's probably nothing. Uh, hematospermia usually is this good flow enough? I mean, uh, Danny. So, well, uh, hep- I was
3: actually going to say this is textbook way too much coming those balls.
1: Uh, yeah, essentially, essentially nailed it. Uh, yeah. Uh, but it could be blood. Uh, and blood in, in the semen is actually not a very big deal, but it sh- always should be evaluated. It's much like the, the uh, headaches I taught you guys about, I think, last episode, where you have the, um, you know, the thunderclap headaches, the postcortal headaches that, you know, they're usually nothing, but they do, do warrant evaluation. So I like these questions. I like them. Well done, Jonathan. Next.
2: Hey, Dr. James and Mommy Christine, my name is Troy and I'm a 23-year-old male living in Colorado. My wife and I used to get it on in the shower and after making way, I'd always get really lightheaded and my vision would start to narrow. The last time we did it, I actually blacked out and woke up a few seconds later and she was picking me up off the shower floor, pretty shaken by it, as you imagine. So naturally, I did the right thing and pretended it never happened. Uh, I was just wondering if you could tell me why this happens. You bet I'm coming up in May you're in the shower.
1: Yeah, buddy. uh so uh it's funny these are all the same kind of calls, right? Where the 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 sympathetic overdrive and in this case the the I maybe it's parasympathetic overdrive because that's something slowing your heart down to the point where you faint, like your blood pressure is dropping. And again, this the simulation from the sexual arousal can go all kinds of different directions if there's not uh a release let's say and you may want to not be standing up when you have sex that may just be you you get super aroused you get your slow heart rate now the problem though is that you again I I can't just uh, sort of dismiss this all of hey man that's you whatever you're into there can be congenital issues of the heart uh, that delay the sort of the ability of the heart to push the blood through there can be a congenital or even acquired electrical disturbances where you could be as a result of this arousal triggering some some arrhythmias that are rather serious so you need to see a cardiologist when this kind of thing happens sorry about that oh, now, and i suppose um, you know uh, the reason i did not recommend cardiologists for my numbness seizure guy is cuz he wasn't actually passing out and it was you know high level of stimulation this is you just sort of engage in sexual activity in an upright posture and fainting, and so that's kind of an easy, you know, it's sort of your your tendency to faint is is a lot more than my buddy here with the seizures. Uh, so I would like a cardiologist to evaluate that just to be sure. So, uh, two follow up questions: mm-hmm. um, Is the fact that this is happening
3: in the shower at all, and like there's, it's just that uh, like it's hot? There it can be there's because humid, you're, you're
1: dilated. You know, your vessels dilate in the heat, and that might be further pooling the blood out in the periphery. And and that's certainly part of it, possibly. But I'm telling you, you can have, you know, you can have valvular problems in the heart where there's some steno- stenosis and the blood's not able to get out the way it should. And when you stress things, you know, this this sort of becomes more symptomatic, whether it's atrial stenosis or right ventricular problem. There can be all kinds of cool, cool stuff from my standpoint. I was going to be a cardiologist. You don't know this. I was going to... Going hard down the cardiology path before I sort of started working in a psychiatric hospital and got sidetracked mm. by all that. Yeah, I was on, I
3: was on that path too. I was. Really I, know, close I knew you to were.
1: I knew that doctor. we we were on the rotation together. What are you going to say? Yeah. Uh, and then rhythm disturbances are also very interesting. The, the electrical activity of the heart is a fascinating thing. I mean, people that just specialize in that, and again, activity of this sort can bring on these rhythms or bring out these rhythms that, if you look at an EKG, sometimes you can see the abnormalities that are associated with that. So. So you can sort of do an electrophysiology study maybe if you need to. So,
3: And then here's the other question that I have yeah. is that is maybe because I know, you know, whenever I've done it in a shower, I'm always very conscious of like foot placement. Like, oh, boy, this is this is how you break your hip. old boy. You know, how is old it- are
1: you? Thirty-two. What's wrong with you? I don't
3: know. I'm when just, you're I'm, seventy-two,
1: worry I'm over, about that. I'm
3: overly conscious that I'm going to slip and fall in the shower while doing my business, and it's just going to be the most embarrassing. It's, so, like over concentration of just making sure your foot placement. That's going to
1: just make you not have an orgasm. But, but that, but yep, that's definitely. Uh, yeah. you know that could happen. But what's what's uh, amusing to me is that the the more serious and majority of accidents in the home happen in the bathroom. That's where people slip and hit their head. That's where they break their hips. Yeah, Uh, see? Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. And a lot of it's in the shower. A lot of it's on the hard bathroom floor. So the bathroom is the number one location for serious falls. So Nadav, you're not too unreasonable, but 30-year-olds don't fall, especially when they're having sex. There's a lot of other things that... Annie, help me here forget i mean yeah no
0: nah, man like i i mean i'm definitely on the opposite side of the spectrum of extreme but yeah like i like the he's, challenge you got a trapeze in the shop, i mean like i said i I'd, I'd come right over the toilet and you have to stand to do that and don't get me wrong the first time i did it my knees buckled and i'm like oh shit you, this is difficult to do but i kind of like that it it, it it ups the challenge and it made me even harder yeah yeah. So yeah, He's yeah. my man, forth he likes, drugs, yeah. you know
1: He's rises to every challenge, Nadab. But
3: look, look, I, I'm saying, look, I've never fallen while having sex, but that doesn't mean I'm not afraid of it,
1: you know? Yeah, yeah, uh, I mean, be careful, I'm not saying you to be cavalier, but I'm saying there's other priorities that a 30-year-old has in a shower while having sex, I'm just think about those.
0: And, and I'll tell you, I have fallen in the shower when I was fucking a girl, we were drunk as shit. And I mean you you get the fuck back. I mean it's no big deal. We just went and we, we laughed and then we took it in the bedroom and fuck shit. You didn't I mean, break so your leg? I did not break my leg. All
1: okay. Right. Believe it or not. <laughs> See that's I, my fear. <laughs> you're good, man. Your legs are strong. <laughs> good times, Eddie. Good times. Uh do we have any more voice messages?
2: What's up there, Chomos? Listen yeah. here. Uh this is Nathan. I have a brown question mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. Whenever I brown, and invariably about 30 minutes later, I have to wipe again. See a little itch in the bunghole? Wipe down there, and it's as if I hadn't wiped earlier. Yeah. What's going on? Thanks, mommies. Well, coming up in May.
1: Um, I don't know how old he is. He didn't tell us. But uh, there can be, a, you know, first of all, it could be issues of sort of loosening. As you get older, that, uh, that valve isn't as uh, secure as it used to be. So it's not mm. an uncommon thing as people get older. You got to get used to cleaning things a little bit differently than when you were in your teens or something. Uh, could also be his diet and maybe not a bulk in the diet. It could be the way he's sort of, again, this is, I'm, I'm recommending a lot of Metamucil and and uh, that sort of thing and brand for our callers these days. But sometimes that helps with this sort of, it's a leak essentially. Medication can make it uh, a problem both, again, in terms of the stool not being solid and also the 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 anal ring not being as tight as it should be. Now here's a hypothesis. Yeah. Is it maybe
3: that he was that you know when he took his brown he didn't take a full brown and then he just
1: has one like left in the chamber and it's trying to you yeah, know, scratch its, its way out yeah it's up. sort of what's happening but but it's it's because he doesn't have enough bulk there to so the i you know i was looking up here i actually tiktoked i I sent myself a tiktok of of what the bowel looks like moving stool through uh, when you open somebody up i I you guys have so many questions about that I thought I should try to... Well, now I can't find it. It's something I can't come up with. Mm. No, let's hear another voice message while I'm fishing around for this.
2: You got it. Good morning, my doctors and mommies above 18. Yeah, am and I have a question regarding white and yellow. Uh-huh. So I understand that there's a lever or a valve of some sort in my penis that blocks the white when yellow is coming mm-hmm. out and blocks the yellow when white is coming out. Mm-hmm. My question is... Does that part of my penis wear down over time? Oh. Like, does J-My-D or having sex, you know, over a course of a lifetime, I guess, does that make it weaker as time goes on? Or does it actually make it stronger? Or am I just fully talked and there's no change at all? Was well, genuinely curious and would like to know. Thank you so much. Yes. Live365. All right,
1: buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Just a curious, a curious caller. Um, so he- here's the deal. Um, it it uh, does not really change over time you can sort of make it a little less efficacious. Like if you ever try to hold back an ejaculate or something, your, your body doesn't like that the stuff ready to come out of your body like a sneeze in the dove mm. or semen or whatever right. you kind of gotta let it go you can you can sort of weaken the musculature that way like if
3: you have too much cum in those balls
1: no it's really it's really if you if you like like we it, haven't we had calls from people who like hold their penis at the tip and uh, we've had that Ooh, a lot i've of i've
3: actually i've done that once yeah and then it just it kind of just stayed in there and it never came out.
1: Well, that it that gets reabsorbed, is, right? No, that's a retrograde oh. ejaculation. That mean it, that mean the valve didn't work quite right and went back into your bladder, and that can happen. So I got too much cum in my bladder. Now. It depends where you push. Like if people, did you push on the perineum? There are guys that do that a lot. That they like they like being clean, you know, and they they will push on the perineum when they're ejaculating. And it pushes the semen back into the bladder. Oh. Also, not good. This is not good for that. That function, because when it comes time to maybe have a family, sometimes you can kind of train your body to push it all back in the bladder every time. And that doesn't go well when it's time for fertility. Every time. So, so uh, the biggest thing, uh, if you're normally functioning, J and your D, as you say, and all that stuff not going to affect anything as long as you just let it, let it fly. Medication can really affect it. Medication is the number one cause of that valve not kind of working right. But if you're on that medicine and it does that, you get off that medicine and things usually come back. And there are medicines to kind of make it right if it happens spontaneously. They don't work that well. They don't work that well. Good question.
3: Hey, Dr. Mommy. Um, I had a thought
2: on your ride home today. Uh-oh. What
3: do they do with your butthole
2: after they give you a colostomy bag? Do they just tie it off like a sausage? Like, <laughs> like a sausage casing, I guess? Or do they remove it and sew
1: your
3: asshole up? Because somebody they beat me, I will definitely be coming up in May. Thanks.
1: So, Bye. so uh, it's actually a little bit complicated. You know, you're not just tying off the anus like a like a sausage. You know, like a a smoky link. That's not happening. And you're talking about somebody that has a like a colectomy. Like they're not hooking things back up again. These days, they try to hook things back up. Even if it's the colon that's been taken out, they still try to do something to give you some ability to sort of evacuate normally, or they create a pouch. There's various things that they do now. So if they were just going to tie things off and take everything out and give you a colostomy, they would tie it off right inside at the base of the rectum there. But that... That's a pretty rare thing. You know, more more the colostomies are taken back down and everything's hooked back up again. Uh, And so the tying off, so to to speak, is further upstream. It's it's nothing to do with the anus. It really has nothing to do with the anus. It's all about the rectum and the colon and what the surgeons do with it. I actually have a question. Like, so say, for example, someone...
3: What is the average duration? Like, how long if someone has a colostomy bag? Like, I mean, granted,
1: like, some of them are permanent, but yeah, like, how... no, it's like three to six weeks. Let's let's do a colectomy. Look up. Look so,
3: up. is there like it, like can your muscles? Uh, is it called dystrophy? Like, could they uh,
1: uh, get weaker and deteriorate in your butt? No, where no, it'll no, make browning no. different. That doesn't happen. Well, things are different because the plumbing is different, but it's it's not it's not that right. Uh, look go look up colostomy. Look up uh, colectomy. Colectomy which means an entire colon removal. Let's see if they um, draw a picture of that. There you go. Uh, and I can't see where they really tie it off, can you? No. Nope, they just show you pictures of colons and, and where they could, they're talking about partial colectomies there. Yeah, people don't do really, I mean, complete colectomy is kind of a, a rare thing these days. Not, oh, there's one. There's one right there. Uh, let's see. So they just hook the small bowel up to the rectum. That's what they do with that one which I thought was mostly what they do these days. Okay, let's go to more voice message. Wild. Mm -hmm. Hey,
2: Dr. Drew, and uh, you know what? Hey, Nadav too, hope you guys are doing good. I think this is one that we haven't really, uh, or the podcast hasn't talked about in a while. Uh, It's marijuana edibles, of course. So I realize that a lot of people have problems with them. I'm sure that you guys are familiar with it. But recently I took edibles that were way, way, way too much. And you know, I found myself I think having a seizure, maybe. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I just want to know what you think about that and what some of the effects of that could be. Um, yeah, I'm still very young, too. Yeah. So I'm just wondering if there's any negative impacts there. But, yeah, um, let me know what you think.
1: You sound like you're fine, right? You sound like you had no real effect from And if you're not using these high doses chronically, you should be fine. But, listen, the, the, there can be seizure and there can be psychosis. It does happen. Uh, now, who gets these things whether they have predisposed conditions or not, you, you got to go get a neurological evaluation because that seizure could, once you've had seizure, even though it was medication induced, it could potentially come back and you could be driving a car or something. It could be a disaster. It's you, like a Pandora's box situation. Not thing. really. It, it, like he may have been predisposed a little bit and then had a high dose of, of substance in there and seizure. Right. Cause, um,
3: it, Cause there's some rule where if you have a seizure,
1: it's like, you're not allowed to drive for the next six or 12 months. Or something, right. right? And, but, but, To be fair, I mean sometimes they can be on medication and they can kind of work with that, that sort of thing. Mm. But that's up to the neurologist. But uh, you don't want to risk driving and having a seizure. You want to get on some medication. They may only keep you on it for a year and then let you get off. But uh, let that be a little learning experience for you. Uh, The the people that have the bigger trouble are the ones that get psychotic episodes from uh, wax and things like that. And oftentimes they're people that already had either tendency towards schizophrenia or. Bipolar disorder. Um, Alex Berenson wrote a book on this called uh, "Tell Your Children the Tr- Tell Your Children the Truth," and he evaluated all the data that's out there on episodes like this. And there's a lot of data where this stuff happens. Now, obviously, high dose, uh, but still concerning, concerning, concerning. So, and in some people, you know, once they get psychotic, that psychotic illness stays, just like with the seizure. Once the seizure develops, sometimes it it is a persistent thing.
0: I have a, a question, actually. Um... There was a time where I took a Xanax and I fell asleep. I took it to fall asleep and I mean I've never been good with anything that forces me to fall asleep. Yep. i never really reacted well, but this time I just needed to fall asleep. I'm like whatever, I got it. Let's try it. And immediately, I'm going to say within like 10-15 minutes, I found myself asleep. It, it was kind of like sleep paralysis yeah. where like I yeah. couldn't move. right? But it felt like like my my head was tightening, like my brain was about to, like someone was squeezing my head. And, uh, and, and like I, it felt like what I feel like is, uh, uh, what a stroke feels like. And I couldn't move anything and I could slowly move my arm, left arm and left leg first. Does that just sound like sleep paralysis? And that's here's it. Here's the thing or? about
1: strokes here's how they feel you don't feel anything, just all of a sudden, a part of your body goes out that's how strokes feel. You don't typically feel this it's a bleed, but if it's a thrombotic event, you don't feel anything typically. So strokes don't feel anything. Uh you had sleep paralysis. Absolutely. That's what that was. Did you have any Gun. kind of weird thinking or images or anything visually? Um
0: no, I just like in my head I I was awake. Yeah. Um but I I wasn't and then I woke up and I and I realized that I couldn't move and I could slowly Yeah, I think get I think the, the it, tightening yeah.
1: in your head was probably just you you know barreling through trying to force yourself to wake up got it because so, that, that that's
0: always scared me that ever since i was a kid that that f- feeling of like squeezing my head had to me always felt like what death feels like right before so i was always every time i get that i'm always worried that it's a stroke it's a heart attack or that's whatever. just
1: you moving your bowels <laughs> because i'm, I'm imagining <laughs> I'm imagining it's a lot of work <laughs> that kind of thing probably happens
0: oh god no that's when I squeeze my ass not my head (laughs) we'll get into that when I examine
1: things let's expose the legless scammer has he got legs is that the problem he's got legs right he's trying to get away
2: Looks, looks pretty uncomfortable. Ooh. Uh-oh.
1: Well, maybe his legs don't work. Uh-oh. Well, good for him. Pretty cool, right? Uh, he gets the best of both worlds. He has, still has his legs, and he gets
3: to beg. Now, I have a question for you that relates to this video. Mm-hmm. Who is actually the bigger psychopath here? The, the guy that pulls the pants off? Right, the, person, yeah, the, the, person, who, the yeah. person who pretends to not have legs or the guy that's like, I think that guy has legs. You yeah. know what? I'm going to find out.
1: Yeah, I got an issue with the guy pulling the pants off. Yeah, That's an assault uh, <laughs> for sure. And I don't know that those legs work. I mean, he, he has them tied up all day. That's pretty good. Right. So maybe and they don't Lord work Lord knows how either. much
3: cum he has in his balls keeping them from Stop doing all it. sorts don't of
1: do stuff. Don't do that. Don't do that. Let's see another video. We don't
2: want you on our team too slow and fat. Millions of people are impacted by obesity. Don't you care what other people think?
3: You need to do something about your weight.
2: They face unfair weight bias every day.
1: You're not
2: the right fit for this job. Weight bias is harmful, not helpful. I see you haven't lost weight. You must not be trying hard enough everyone keeps judging me i'm eating right i'm exercising i'm trying to lose weight but it's just too much our words and actions matter everyone deserves to be treated with dignity and respect learn more about weight bias and how to help end it visit stopweightbias.com
1: be a part of the solution
2: let's stop Weight bias. Hey, Let's man. work together to stop weight bias today.
1: I actually agree with that PSA. Come on now. Really? Yes. I, nobody is. There's no group more seriously discriminated against than fat people. They are really discriminated against, and uh, good for them. Come on, Nadav. You know you want you don't want to be discriminated against, do you? Uh, your... What do
3: you mean? I'm I'm I got all, I'm all vaccinated up. I think there's perks to being. To be to being, to being uh, obese, really? Tell me what they are. <laughs> uh, I'm getting my second
1: dose on Sunday. <laughs> so, 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 so that is your that is your medical risk. That factor? is that is the first perk though that I have seen in okay. in that. See, you wouldn't if you weren't heavy, you wouldn't be worrying about falling in the shower while you're having sex. You'd be thinking about having sex and not about. Oh, nah. Like,
3: see, I think that's just my Jewish
1: neuroticism. Well, there's I'm that like true.
3: oh my god, everything's gonna kill me.
1: No, yeah. I I am I that fat PSA. I sign off on it. But now you can give me a horrible or hilarious. Oh, it's going to be anything head trauma. I'm just already horrible. Let's see it. Oh. Oh. Hilar- hilarious. It, was, it wasn't head trauma. It was sort of forehead trauma. He slipped in it. Was it Milk. Yeah, ice cream or something. He I just, think he had a leaky dairy carton. He fell right into it and uh, face first. So uh, good for him, and he got right back up. So uh, hilarious. Hold on, so again, you when they not hurt? It's hilarious.
3: So you think that like there's no possible medical repercussions? No, to... listen, it's it's a
1: it's a. Oh. oh. Got I, right I, back and I mean, yes, you know, head trauma is a funny thing, right? So here's the deal: that's a pratfall, right? I mean, it's a bana- slip on the banana peel fall. Perfect. Okay. Uh, there's nothing not funny about that. Unless somebody like is unconscious afterwards, he jumped right back up. Uh, it hit the frontal part of his, his head, which is the the best part to hit. Now it doesn't mean he couldn't have neck problems and some concussion stuff later. It happens, right? So it's I possible mean, to get a con- like possible. It's possible but got I'm a I'm going to give it hilarious. I'm going to give it hilarious. <laughs> let, let, let's let it be. Let, let, let's let F- Pratt Falls be Pratt Falls. Okay. Let let's let's have it. I mean, uh, let's see. Horrible is sleeping with the fan on. What's what's going on there? Oh yeah, oh yeah.
2: Well, I don't know about you lads, but I'm sleeping with the fan on tonight, baby. Yes. I'm beaming.
1: <laughs> Ugh. Sometimes, I mean, I, I, there's a lane on TikTok of people making funny faces. Have you seen that? Uh, no, I, 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 I occasionally have, have been see exp- TikTok via that.
3: Christina's curations.
1: Yeah, there are people that. Uh, yeah, you not know, you know, the tick- biggest down. thing that actually stood
3: out to me on this is now. Granted, I think he was making a face, so that's probably more of what that was. Yeah, but, but you always—it's always stuck oh, with the me. Oh, white, the white—the whites when above see, the pupils. Yeah, when you see the whites yeah. above, that's yeah. when that's the. Well, problems. here's the
1: thing about that—he's uh, looking down, and mm. he and he's opening his eyes as wide as he can. And if he were looking forward and not. You know, trying to open his eyes, oh, that's when you see it. It's uh, working, looking down, it's easier to see how much easier it is. There's more white territory, and it's easier to pull your eyelids back. So, no, no, no. But good thought, Nadav. We, we, you're, uh, Dr. Nadav, well done. Well, <laughs> Thank good you, Dr. Drew. I appreciate good, good comrade. Um, do we have any more TikToks?
3: Shut the fuck up when cops ask questions. Look, see, that's the rearview mirror.
2: If you hang shit from it, like air freshener or anything... That's a vehicle code violation. Cop will pull you over. Stop.
1: Is he a former cop or something? No,
3: nah, I think this is one of those like uh, like weed lawyers like billboard uh, people. He's a weed lawyer. I th- like I think he gets people out of like weed uh, I see.
1: charges. I know? see. Yeah, there's a lot of it. There's a whole line of attorneys online yeah. telling people, advising people that kind pot of brothers at Yeah, like, <clears throat> Got it. Got it. He's the
3: one that I remember. There was one where it's just like two guys. Where it's like, what do you do if a cop pulls you over? Shut the fuck up. Yeah.
1: What do you do if he finds something? Shut the fuck it's up. It's hashtag stfu. But, but you know I have lots of attorney friends they always say the same thing which is they're shocked at the way people what people tell cops at, at anything they they're always just like don't say anything call me you know it's funny that
0: this dude uh this dude kind of looks like if you didn't have a doctorate degree and took meth yeah i feel like yeah. this is you right here.
1: yeah you're right. i kind of I, yeah, they were same coloration <laughs> and not the same age and if i let my beard grow out that's about what it would look like sorry to say uh, i dig his sunglasses too they're kind of nice so i gotta get those sunglasses and yeah, unfortunately, that could be me. Well, good thing it's not, man. Yeah, good thing it's great. not. I was getting depressed just thinking about that. But uh, that's okay. Uh, do you have any more voice messages, I'm wondering? like Particularly yep, uh, one, uh, female okay. They get some good lady questions. And by the way, um, there was a male a few minutes ago that said butthole just the way women do. I cut my attention. It's kind of interesting. You said it. Do you notice that? Yeah.
2: Hi, mommies. Uh, I just had a question about eating disorders. Oh. So I've been bulimic for about 10 years now, um, and I'm finally getting treatment in a couple months. But I just wanted to know what physical uh, issues can arise from purging okay. a lot of the times during the day and, you know, what I should expect to happen to me, <laughs> possibly. Anyways, uh, love you guys. Bye.
1: So, um, she's, uh, any, any, any hints for you guys about where she was calling from? Uh, no, there were a couple of clues. She had a question about a boot. She's calling from, and she has to wait for her treatment in a couple of months. So all that adds up to Canada for me. So she's in Canada, I suspect. Um, I don't know how long she's going to be treated or exactly what the treatment is going to be, but the medical consequence of bulimia, uncontrolled, like continued bulimia, can be profound, not to mention your dentition can be—your know your teeth can be ruined. Your esophagus can be ruined. You can get severe electrolyte problems. Your calcium metabolism can go off. You can demineralize your bones. You can uh, develop uh, kidney problems. I've seen lots of kidney problems, particularly when people start eating again after they're—particularly when they've been using laxatives. They'll swell up like crazy. So, you know, it depends what she's been doing to purging. It sounds like she's been vomiting, and which is terrible for your mouth and GI tract. So hopefully she will get this under control and get proper treatment. It's, it's a serious thing, and the electrolyte, these sort of metabolic problems can get so bad that you can damage your heart. That's the, that's the really the bad problem with the bulimia, is that you can get cardiac problems. What else you got, Nadav?
2: Hey, Dr. Drew, this is Spencer from Minnesota. Spencer. I'm just wondering, why can I fart without shitting, but I can't shit without farting? Uh, thanks, and fuck my stoma. <laughs>
1: You know, I had a friend that's a young, healthy person who had a stoma, and I she was upset about it, and I sent her that picture from Christina's tour, fuck my stoma. Made her day. Made her day. Uh, So why can I... I got to get this right. Why can I fart without shitting, but can't shit without farting? So as the stool is coming out, there's sort of gas kind of pockets mist, mixed in, so they're coming out. Uh, the shit comes, the gas kind of caught in there, while... If you have gas that makes it all the way into the base of the rectum at the anus, you can kind of let that go without any. It's you know, it's a it's a skill you develop in terms of controlling that muscle down there early in childhood, right? You're, you can you can kind of you know keep the keep the stool in, but you can release the gas. Uh, I can tell you that after uh, prostate surgery, when I had my prostate taken out, I had to kind of rework some of that a little bit, some of that some of that. Uh, Coordination was off after they pulled out my prostate, so it is it is something that can be affected by lots of different things. So I was the
3: same after my uh, uh, colectomy or uh, diverticulitis. Surgery.
1: Oh, really? You
3: had mm-hmm. a little, yeah. Well, yeah. The way that I was Browning was just like the like the signals just kind of worked differently.
1: Yeah, and did it take? Did it come all the way back, or do yeah. you have to kind of, Yeah,
3: they came back to normal. Like I remember at first, it was just like, man, why is it so uncomfortable to sit right now? And then I was like, oh, let's try Browning, and then that fixed it.
1: So for, for me, it, it did not go back to normal. I had to kind of rework things. And uh, the ability, you know, urinating and holding the, the brown back and all that was kind of a, a little bit of a it was a new skill set I had to learn. That's all I'm mm. saying. Damn. So, so uh, Susan and I are going to Greece for our 30th wedding anniversary if, if, they, if they stay open long enough in these countries. And so I'm learning Greece. I'm learning Greek, guys. I'm learning Greek. And I'm learning a new language. And it's, it's exciting for me. So I don't know why I'm sharing that with you, but I'm just sharing. Hell yeah. It's um, a fatty stow is about all I can say. (laughs) A a fatty stow for that.
3: But actually also this is almost, I'd say scientific evidence and proof that indeed shits do push the farts out, but farts don't push the shits out.
1: Um, Shits come with the fart uh, and farts can be, farts make their way all the way to the end on their own. But, it, but it's, it's not the shit pushes the fart out. It's like the farts are sort of caught in with the shit. It's along for the ride. It's along for the ride, exactly. Uh, on that, uh, that very intellectual note, let's kind of wrap this thing up. Again, I want you all to be using the uh, store.ymhstudios.com to get the Rational Revolution mug so we can really express our revolution to, to all who see that, that, that image. I want to make a flag on it or something. Dr. Drew After Dark at gmail.com for all the uh, all the great emails. And of course the voice messages at 818-253-1693. Gentlemen in the booth, thank you so much for being a part of this program. Thank you. Uh, Annie, thank you for all the coaching. I think I'm gonna be I think I'm gonna be better. I think I'm gonna do better.
0: Hell yeah, man. I'll, I'll be on standby when you're in Greece. Give me a call. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'll yeah. Coach you in there.
1: Yeah, man. And then and then you're gonna be help me with the governor's run if I decide to do that. You're gonna
0: absolutely I'll, I'll be your hype man and any any speech you got you're just gonna be like yeah and also we need to take care of the homeless i gonna be like the homeless <laughs> in, in the corner like a rap concert yeah,
1: just like point at the ceiling, at the ceiling. <laughs> i dig it i really do dig it this is gonna be awesome this is gonna be something new for california all right everybody thanks so much for all those great uh emails and voice messages and uh we will see you next time